Welcome to Sheikhing It Up with Sheikh Fayaz, your daily dose of spirituality this Ramadan. A'udhu billahi minash shaytan ar-rajim, bismillah ar-rahman ar-rahim, wa bihi nasta'in, wa salatu wa salamu ala muhammadin wa alihi al-tahirin. Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa alihi. ونبحني لذكرك في أوقات الغفلة واستعملني بطاعتك في أيام المحلة ونحجلي إلى محبتك سبيلا سهلا أكملي بها خير الدنيا والآخرة اللهم صل على محمد وآله كأفضل ما سليت على أحد من خلقك قبله وأنت مصل على أحد بعده وآتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقني برحمتك أذاب النار إنك على كل شيء قدير وهو عليك يسير The end of the holy month of Ramadan in reality is not the end of anything but rather, it's a new beginning, a new opportunity, a new start toward a life that is refreshed, that is purified, that is cleansed from all of the darkness and the sins and transgressions of our past life. These days are a bit painful as we bid farewell to the holy month of Ramadan, even though our bodies are tired and we're hungry, and we're exhausted, and we're dehydrated. We're going to miss the nights of obedience and worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're going to miss the opportunities of breaking fast with community and family. We're going to miss everything that was bountiful and beautiful and blessed of the sacred month. Because during this month, as our bodies tired, our hearts purified. As we were feeling the pangs of hunger, our hearts were elevating and our souls were reaching new heights in ways that we couldn't have otherwise imagined and in reality we wouldn't have otherwise perceived until and unless we begin this next stage and this next transition. And like any other transition during the course of life, transiting out of the month of Ramadan into the day of Eid al-Fitr and beyond is incredibly difficult. And if we feel in our hearts some pain and some remorse that we didn't necessarily do enough or that we wasted our time or that we could have put forth a bit more effort during these nights and days like none other, then my friends, congratulations to you. For you are amongst those who are of the believers those who undoubtedly benefit from this month of Ramadan more than anyone else. Because during the course of the sacred month, we learn about humility. We learn about subservience. We learn about servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the key themes that we seek toward deriving and deducing is this notion of never, ever, for a moment, being complacent with who we are. It's all about growth. It's all about taking the next step. It's all about increasing and growing our potential trajectory for the future. 
We are seeking toward becoming the perfect woman, the perfect man. We undoubtedly have this potential and capacity within us. Through the month of Ramadan and through our focus and through our exertion, we get a little bit closer to the potential of who we have the ability to be. And how much we put in from this day until next year during the month of Ramadan, if God gives us the ability and tawfiq to reach that day, the idea is that we're supposed to take another jump and another step and another many steps on this marathon toward ultimate success and toward ultimate perfection. And that before we depart and make that final transition from dunya to akhara, we have reached the potential that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us to reach. So as we exit from the sacred month and we enter into the day of Eid al-Fitr, my friends, prayers, worship, obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't end. Recitation of the Qur'an, supplicating at odd hours of night, giving out of our wealth and charity, serving those around us, being a good family member, being a good member of community, none of that ends. It's only an opportunity for us again to rebuild and to recommit ourselves to everything that we taught ourselves during these nights and days of the holy month of Ramadan. And that brings us then to these final lines of Imam Ali Zain al-Abideen alayhi salam in Dua Makarim al-Akhlaq. The supplication that we should strive to putting forth our best effort toward reading every once in a while. Because again, it's this gift that keeps on giving. And it's not meant to be something that we only recite or contemplate or think about during the month of Ramadan. But recite it weekly, monthly, every other month, whatever you can during the course of these days and beyond. Because what they do is it presents us a unique reminder and a roadmap and a program with regards to how we should live life. And again, when we're seeking that perfection that we are undoubtedly looking for, and we're asking God to give us the help and support to reach that state that we want to reach, well then, of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help our growth and facilitate that for us. The Imam alayhi salam, in these last lines, he teaches us again how to close off this month of Ramadan as we have been taking a small segment from it night to night. He states, alayhi salam, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala. Once again, sending blessings and salutations upon the Prophet and his family. Peace and blessings be upon them. وَنَبِّحْنِي لِذِكْرِكَ فِي أَوْقَاتِ الْغَفْلَةِ O Allah, inspire me to remember you in my times of heedlessness. I know that I'm going to slip up. I know that I'm going to make mistakes. I'm not perfect. And no, we don't want to say, I know, I know with absolute certainty that we're just going to distance ourselves from God the minute that the month of Ramadan ends. But there are no days like these days, and there are no nights like these nights, and there's no moments like these moments, undoubtedly. That being said, there are going to be lapses, perhaps, that we are going to fall into. We are going to get deceived by this dunya time and time again. The idea is to not fall as far back as we did before this month of Ramadan. But intrinsically, oftentimes, we haven't cultivated the hearts and souls 
to that capacity that we aspire, or at least I look within my own heart and within my own soul, me, myself. I'm afraid. I'm worried. And I need God's support to put me again back on track every once in a while. Which is why these words are so beautiful and so powerful. Ali Zain al-Abideen, he states, وَنَبِّحْنِي لِذِكْرِكَ فِي أَوْقَاتِ الْغَفْلَةِ Inspire me to remember you in those moments of my own forgetfulness, in those moments of my own heedlessness. In the case that I do sway from your path, O oh Allah, put a reminder in front of me so I know the direction that I need to turn back. You're my compass. You're my support. When no one else is going to direct me to the right way, you direct me. When no one else is going to support me in my journey, then oh Allah, you support me in that journey. For why would I turn anywhere other than to you? For you are my creator. You are my Lord. You are the most merciful of those who show mercy. You care for me more than anyone else cares for me. So why not direct all of my attention to you today in my moment of consciousness, in my moment of awareness, in my moment of mindfulness, because I know there's going to be a day when I lack that sense of conscious. And I know that there's going to be a day when I'm absolutely mindless. So, oh Allah, throw me a bone. Give me a sign. Show me some direction so that I'm able direct myself back exactly to where I belong. Oh Allah. And employ me and utilize me in your obedience on those days when I'm going to disregard you. Again, oh Allah, there are going to be times and I'm afraid for those days and I'm worried. But I know if I'm proactive and I know that if I put forth my effort today, again, with the sincerity, on this sacred night, on these last nights of the holy month of Ramadan, in these last final waning hours and seconds and minutes. And I tell you with all sincerity that on those days when I'm going to disregard you, and on those days when I'm going to forget, and on those days when my mind is going to be preoccupied with all of the distractions of this world, that's when I'm going to need you. And I'm going to need you, O oh Allah, to facilitate for me in ways that I couldn't have otherwise imagined. When I'm about to fall in sin, remind me. When I'm about to fall in transgression, direct me. Where else can I go? For you are the most kind and you are the most compassionate. وَنْحَجْلِي إِلَى مَحَبَّتِكَ سَبِيلًا And O oh Allah, open a smooth easy path for me to attain your love. It's all about love, isn't it? What is it other than my show of love to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I exhausted myself during this month of Ramadan? And what is it out of the love that God has for us that he says, you recite one verse of Quran in this month and it's as if you recited the entirety of the Quran? That you perform one act of good deed and I multiply it by a hundred. That you perform one prayer in this month and I will multiply it with all of the reward of the heavens and the earth. What is it other than love? That God gives us another chance. That God gives us another opportunity. That keeps the door of his heavens open for these 30 days during this most sacred month. وَنْحَجْلِي إِلَى مَحَبَّتِكَ سَبِيلًا سَحْلًا أَوْ Allah. Open that smooth road for me such that I am able to attain your love.
Allah, and perfect me and complete for me everything such that I'm able to have the goodness of this world and of the next. I need your help and I need your support and facilitate that for me out of your grace. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala. Once again, sending salutations upon the greatest of God's creations, Muhammad, and his family, Ali, and Fatima, and Hassan, and Hussein, and the imams that come from his progeny. Ka'afdali ma sallayta ala ahadin min khalqika qabla, wa anta musallin ala ahadin ba'da. And bless them in a way that you have not blessed any one of your other creatures any one of your other creations before him and in a way that you're never going to bless anyone after them. Why? Because they are the vessel. They are the tool. They are the means by which I know you, O Allah. Without Muhammad and his family, I'm not exposed to the knowledge and ma'rifah that I undoubtedly have and that I have the ability to gain. For they are the teachers and they are the masters and they are the teach and they are the sages and they are the leaders of this world and of the next. وَآتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً And O oh Allah, give us goodness in this world, and give us goodness in the next world. Goodness in this world with everything that I supplicated for during these last several days via this dua مَكَارَمُ الْأَخْلَاقَ of Ali Zain al-Abideen. Give me good morals, give me good etiquette, Give me wealth, give me knowledge, give me authority, but make sure that everything that I do is channeled in your way, with a sense of piety, with a sense of God consciousness, with a sense of awareness of you, and such that I direct all of my attention consistently to you, O Allah. And that allow for those gifts in this dunya to be a means of my success in terms of transitioning to the akhara, and give me paradise next to Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad. وَقِنِي بِرَحْمَتِكَ عَذَابِ And O oh Allah, protect me by your mercy from the punishment of the fire. Because again, what is it that we're seeking, that we're putting forth this effort to do other than to save ourselves from that punishment and that accountability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِنَّكَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ You are the most powerful, and you have power and authority over everything. And all of this, O oh Allah, that I've sought for you in dua makaram al-akhlaq, is very easy for you. And O oh Allah, I know at the same time that I'm not necessarily worthy of uttering these words, or of asking for these things based on who I am, and how distant I have been from you the entirety of my youth, and the entirety of my life until this very day. But for you, you have power over all things. And you can facilitate things in an easy way. So even though I'm not necessarily worthy in your eyes, I have a sense of conviction in your mercy and in your grace and in your love for me. Which is why you have given me the tongue to sing your praises this month. You have given me the ability to prostrate and seek forgiveness from you. You have given me the strength to recite your book. You have given me the potential to fast during the day. You have given me community such that I can serve. 
you have blessed me and blessed me and blessed me and have done whatever I possibly could, even though they're not perfect, my acts of ritual, my acts of Aman. But I know that you are the most merciful of those who show mercy, and you are the most generous of those who show generosity. And oh Allah, you've given me this month, and you've given us this month, so don't turn us away. My friends, during this holy month of Ramadan, we tried, and we didn't necessarily do everything that we could, but we're grateful for the opportunity, and we're thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us another month. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our sins and to undoubtedly grant us the best in this world and the best in the next, such that we are able to walk in the footsteps of the best of creation, Muhammadin wa Ali Muhammad. Thank you all during the course of these sacred nights and days for listening. And where I have made any mistakes in anything that I've stated or have offended anyone during the course of these nightly reflections, I ask you for forgiveness. Keep me and my family in your prayers beyond this month. And inshallah, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills it, and we have his divine tawfiq and support, we'll see you next year during the holy month of Ramadan. As'alukum ud-du'a, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us tawfiq. Walhamdulillah rabbil alameen, wa sallallahumma ala muhammadin wa alihi al-tahirin. For more spiritual content year-round, follow Fayaz Jafar on social media.